Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Hello again, everyone. Welcome into the LightningInsider.com podcast recap of game number one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Eric Erlinson from LightningInsider.com, your host. Going to kind of go back over a few things that happened in game number one with a quick look ahead to game number two, which will take place on Friday. That's also an 8 p.m. start at Madison Square Garden on ESPN as Tampa Bay now trails the best of seven series by 1-2-0. Before we get into that, I want to make sure you know that uh, the LightningInsider.com podcast is presented by BioPro Plus. It's the first 100% non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH growth hormone treatments. Improve your performance, metabolism, and energy without any needles or nasty side effects of prescription injections. BioPro Plus works faster, is easier to use, and is 100% safe. Are you a guy over 35 who wants to fix how he performs, looks, and feels? Then BioPro Plus is right for you. You can find BioPro Plus on Instagram or Twitter at BioProteinTech or online at BioProteinTech.com where you can use the code LIGHTNING for $30 off any order. All right, uh, 6-2 loss for Tampa Bay in game number one. Uh, the So much talk leading up to game number one, and it was only 48 hours to do so since the Rangers beat the uh, Carolina Hurricanes on Monday in Game 7, and quick turnaround for the Rangers. Of course, the lighting had been off for 10 days, and you know, in that 48-hour span between the Rangers winning their Game 7 to advance and the start of the Eastern Conference Finals, there were two main topics surrounding this the start of the series. The first was the goaltending matchup of Andre Vasilevsky versus Igor Shosturkin. Uh, wasn't the low-scoring affair that we thought it was going to be, with those two goaltenders, uh, Shosturkin was pretty good. There were times in the first period in particular where the Lightning could have had chances to build a multiple-goal lead, and he came up with some stops that you know, kept the game as it was, 1-1 after the first period. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky uh, probably would like to have a better chance to stop the Frank Vitrano shot that made it 2-1. Uh, but other than that... Um, you know, you could see for sure how the Rangers were shooting high. They were definitely trying to get the puck elevated. Uh, we know how easy uh, or how difficult it is for teams to score on Vasilevsky down low. So there was an a con- there was definitely a concentrated effort on the Rangers' part to get the puck elevated, and it seemed like they were kind of picking on his uh, blocker side. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that as this series kind of goes along, but. Uh, it felt that a lot of those uh, opportunities were uh, the Rangers buried their chances were on that side. 
uh, including the Chris Kreider goal, which was a minute 11 into the game. Uh, he was left all alone after a, 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 a transition error that Tampa Bay ma- made. Uh, Ryan McDonough steps up to deliver a hit two for Toronto right at the red line along the boards. Uh, he, he did what he intended to do, and that was to take Vitrano out of the play. Uh, but he was able to get, Vitrano was able to get the puck up into the Tampa Bay zone where Mika Zibanejad had a half step on Nikita Kucherov, was able to recover the puck. And then the final uh, sin on the play, if you will, is Zach Bogosian uh, retreating, or not retreating, but heading over to try and cut off Zibanejad in that situation, which was probably. Uh, not the right play to make, which left Kreider all alone. And where did Kreider beat Vasilevsky? High to the blocker side. For Toronto's shot, high to the blocker side. Um, you know, so that uh, we'll we'll kind of keep an eye on things uh, here in the next coming days about where the Rangers are trying to beat Vasilevsky. Uh, it's going to have to kind of be the same situation for Tampa Bay looking to attack Shesterkin. You know, he is so good down low. You know, the, the, he, he robbed Steven Stamkos twice in the first period on shot attempts that were low. Uh, he was able to get over and somehow disrupt a Nikita Kucherov backdoor opportunity that could have made it 2-1 in the first period. I'm not sure if Shesterkin got a part of it, but, it uh, again, if you can't get the puck elevated um, over these goaltenders, you're going to have a hard time scoring goals. And uh, I think that's kind of what happened last night. So we didn't get... The low-scoring two-to-one that we figured we were going to get for Vasilevsky, uh, six goals ties the record for most he's allowed in a postseason game. Uh, the only other two instances in which he has given up six came against Washington in the 2018 Eastern Conference Finals, and then last year against the Florida Panthers in Game Two was a six-five overtime win for Florida, so it matches a career high for most goals allowed by Andre Vasilevsky, so certainly not the start he was looking for in this series, nor Tampa Bay uh, was either uh, with how this game played out. Uh, The other major storyline going into this, of course, was the old rest versus rust debate. How much time is too much time off for a hockey team? And, you know, I kind of wrote about it uh, on the website that hockey teams that take two days off can feel like a week. And for a team to be away from games for 10 days is an eternity for a hockey player, for a hockey team. There are things that you have to do to get yourself up and ready. And, and here's the irony of that whole rust versus rest situation. I don't think the Lightning were rusty. I really don't think they were in the grand scheme of things. You look at the first period, and, and yeah, it was a bad mistake to open the game. There's no doubt about that. Was that part of Rust? Uh, maybe the read, you know, being not being engaged necessarily in the fight, if you will, for a game situation. You know, maybe that's a bad read from there. But for the most part, I thought Tampa Bay played a good first period. I, I, I really do. The, the numbers certainly reflect that. You know, the shots on goal were 11-6 for Tampa Bay in the first period. Five on five. All these numbers I give you are five on five, even strength. 
the scoring chances, 14-7 to in favor of Tampa Bay. High danger chances were a little bit closer at 5-4 in, in the Lightning's favor. But it was the expected goals rate. And, and I don't know how much you pay attention to these type of numbers um, for teams, but they're, you know the Lightning's expected goals in the first period was 1.13. They, they own 73% of the expected goal rate in the first period, and they didn't get the reward. Right? They just they didn't get rewarded for that effort, and they end up 1-1. And, you know, I even asked John Cooper after the game last night if he felt good about where the team was sitting after the first period. And he said, yeah, I, I don't know what they were thinking over in the New York locker room, but we were feeling pretty good about our game in the first period. And uh, even to start the second, it was okay. Um, you know, Vitrano and Frank Vitrano and Andre Palat swapped goals 42 seconds apart, made it a 2-2 game, and you felt like, okay, they're, they're engaged, they're in this battle, they're in this fight. And here's the irony of the rust versus rest. I thought in the second period the Lightning looked tired. As that period went on, they looked tired. Some of that is because they got hemmed in on a couple of shifts, uh, that can take it out of you. Uh, but they let the Rangers, uh, the Rangers were able to take advantage of that lull and keep the puck in the zone, wear Tampa Bay down. And the numbers, again, reflect this because for the in the first and the third period, and some of this sometimes is score effects, um, but in the first and third period combined, the Rangers' expected goal rate was .73. And the second period is 1.71. So that shows you how much they had the puck, how many opportunities that they created. They had 15 scoring chances alone in the second period, 12 for the rest of the game. So they were able to surge as the lightning sort of sagged. And that's how the game changed. And even John Cooper, after the game, admitted that he felt that they looked a little tired. And that's where the irony of the rest comes in because you would think that they'd be well-rested for this, right? But it's almost the opposite because, yeah, they got a chance to rest their bumps and bruises and whatever nagging injuries certain guys are dealing with. And we know everybody is dealing with something at this point of the year. But being away from the game, being out of the game for so long, I thought they came out strong in the first period and then it just kind of got away from them because I, I think their lungs weren't ready, as crazy as that might sound to say. I don't think their lungs were able to keep up with their legs. And I think that's what happened in the second period as they hit that lull uh, and, and sagged. And at the same time, the Rangers took advantage of that. And this is the whole debate. Okay, rust versus rest for one team, whereas you've got a Rangers team, you'd think they would be the one to be a little tired because they had to come back from down three games to one against Pittsburgh in the opening round and win that in seven games. They had to come back against Carolina in the second round, down three games to two to win that series in seven games. So they're in a rhythm. So it's maybe the, the debate all along should have been rhythm versus rest. Because the Rangers are in a rhythm, the Lightning rested, but if you, if you want to call it game conditions, and you can't replicate that in practice, even though you know we're 100 games into a season for Tampa Bay, you, know, you, you, can't, you just cannot replicate game speed 
at practice. And you can scrimmage all you want. You know, you're not taking hits in those scrimmages. You're honestly not seeing guys take a lot of slap shots. So the game speed is certainly well below, well below anything that you're going to see in a playoff game. So the intensity's not there. And, you know, intensity brings out adrenaline. And when you are away from it for 10 days, that adrenaline can't carry you through a game. You have to be in the middle of it. So, again, something we'll keep an eye on here in Game 2, but I felt that that was a huge, huge moment, a huge part of the Game 1 loss was just how they just looked tired in the second period. And, and by tired, I don't mean they're exhausted and they have no energy left. I just feel that their lungs have to get back up to what they're used to doing as professional athletes. And even as professional athletes, sometimes this happens. And I think that's exactly what the case was in game number one uh, as Tampa Bay just didn't seem to have it in the second period uh, because the third period, again, they were fine. And, you know, remember, this is you got to take into account, you know, the Rangers score 30 seconds into the third period that made it a 5-2 game. But the numbers, again, sort of favored Tampa Bay in the third period at even strength. You know, the shot attempts were 15 to 6. The shots on goal were 10 to 4. The scoring chances were 7-5 for Tampa Bay, high danger chances 4 to 1. And again, it's it's a period where the Lightning dominated the expected goals. They actually had a better expected goals rate in the third period at 76% compared to the first period where it was 73%. So the opportunities were there it's just you can't allow yourself to fall into the tra- uh, the trap, if you will, um, of what happened in the second period. Um, you know, they're back out on the ice for practice on Wednesday, or Thursday, rather, ahead of game number two of the series. So uh, keep an eye on how Tampa Bay is able to deal with that. So, again, the lungs just weren't ready to match the legs, I think, in game number one. Um, hey, before I get too deep into this, uh, many of you know, if you've listened, uh, certainly if you follow me on Twitter, um, I had reached out for some help and I, I don't do this very often, but, um, to, to get me here on the ground in New York, um, everybody's hopefully aware of my situation, uh, to be able to cover these events is not inexpensive. Uh, and the response from <laughs> people who reached out. I, I, I'm shocked and I'm stunned and uh, I'm very happy that this was able to happen and, and get me here. So I, I want to thank every single one of them. I'm going to go through everybody, everybody who contributed anything, whether it was a little or whether it was a lot, um, starting with Stephanie, Christy, Michael, Ryan, Luke, Colin, Debbie, Shelby, Jack, Joyce, Mary, Jordan, Louise, Greg, Zachary, Dylan, Mark, Zach, Jared, Sean, Tyler, Chris, Iman, Louis, Avery, Sarah, David, Jody, Evan, Michael, Samantha, Keely, Amanda, 
And then a special shout out to Les and to to Bob. And I told Bob I would pump out his business here. Uh, if anybody's interested, it's it's a commercial business, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pump it out anyway. So if anybody's into uh, battery backups or anything else, please check out American Technical Support. It's ATSBattery.com. Uh, again, American Technical Support uh, for power solutions, sales and installations, load testing, training, battery replacement, anything you need for power reserve and power backup. Uh, a ATS battery has got it for you. So please check them out. American Technical Support uh, on, online is where you can check them. And uh, so, uh, uh, Bob, thank you. Uh, for um, the contributions and helping, and I will do what I can um, to promote your business as much as I can. So please, if you can, check them out. ATSBattery.com is where you can find it. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. Uh, looking ahead here to uh, game number two and what to expect. We, we know the numbers, right? We know Tampa Bay's record after winning or after losing a game dating back to the start of the 2020 playoffs. Uh, that streak uh, continues to be tested here in the postseason. It's, uh, you know, all three times they lost to Toronto in the first round, they were able to rebound and, and tie that series against the Maple Leafs. Uh, so, again, they haven't lost back-to-back games in the playoffs since 2019. Um, so that streak is going to be on the line as well. And here is something, too, that I was looking up last night, and uh, it is included in the story that uh, I wrote that's up on lightninginsider.com. Uh, All-time under John Cooper, the Lightning are 11-12 and 12 in Game 1s of a series. In those series, they are 8-3 and three in winning the series after they lost the opening game. So here's kind of where the importance of game number two comes in. The only time that they have lost a series when f- losing in game number one of a best-of-seven series was to Montreal in 2014, Washington in 2018, and Columbus in 2019. Those are the only three series... In 11 tries under head coach John Cooper, in which they've lost the first round or the first game and went on to win the series. So, again, 11 and 12 under Cooper in the first game of a series, but they're 8 and 3 in the series in which they lost the opening game. So, falling behind 2 nothing, obviously a huge hole. They fell behind 2 nothing to Washington in 2018. Of course, we know won the next three, had a 3-2 series lead before dropping games 6 and 7 of that series. So, uh, again, this streak is definitely going to be put on the line here for uh, Tampa Bay heading into game two. 
Uh, I don't expect any lineup changes uh, unless Braden Point is available, but please don't count on that happening, uh, certainly not for game number two. Um, so there, there won't be a situation to where um, he will be uh, in, in the lineup. So I would expect the same 11-7. and seven. Uh, I do wonder if there's a thought to go 12-6. and six. Do you put in a Riley Nash? Do you put in a Cole Kepke? Those are the two players who have been practicing with the main group and not the aces. In this case, and I know people say, hey, we have Alex Barry Boulay. Uh, you do, but he's not practicing with the main group, so you have to look at the options as being either Riley Nash or Cole Kepke uh, in this situation. So uh, I don't anticipate that happening, though. I think they're just going to stick with the 11 and 7, uh, f- uh, probably feeling that now that they have that, that one game back under their belt, that you know their lungs will be ready to go with their legs um, in game number two, and that's the belief and that's the hope. The problem uh, I think Tampa Bay is facing is uh, the guy in net for, for the Rangers. You know, there were question marks about him coming into the postseason, not because he's not capable of doing what he's done for this team. He's an MVP finalist for a reason. Uh, it's just he'd never been on this stage. So you always wonder how players and especially goaltenders react to being on the stage for the first time. And it was a, it was a rough start for Igor Shosturkin. He was pulled a couple of times in the series against Pittsburgh. Uh, but he's, you know, he's just as this team, this Rangers team, he's grown in confidence. They've grown in confidence as this postseason has kind of gone along here. And, you know, it's uh, the, the performance he put in in, in last night's game, uh, in game number one, probably gives him some confidence, gives the Rangers some confidence. You got that garden crowd behind him chanting his name. Uh, but, of course, the opposite of that is, uh, you know, they were chanting Igor is better, which eh, sometimes is not always a good idea as the uh, the home crowd to sort of uh, rile up the guy on the other side uh, because he does have the track record and the resume um, in these situations where Shesterkin doesn't. Again, it's not that Shesterkin's not capable. He's just never been here, so there's always going to be questions until you answer them, you know, the right way. Uh, so that's what I have to look for. Uh, ahead of game two is how does Tampa Bay continue to create the chances that they did because the Rangers do give up chances. They will give up chances. You know, Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov both had really good games offensively last night. Maybe not so much at the other end as, you know, Stamkos, you know, finishes with with two points, his 22nd career multi-point game, which is tied for third most in playoff franchise history. But he still finishes a minus two, so that what's that tie? And I know the plus-minus stat is skewed, and it's 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 not the most telling of how you play defensively. But you know he was on the ice for two goals, four, and on the ice for four goals against at even strength. So uh, they had a strong game offensively. Need to be a little bit better defensively. I think they will. Uh, the question is going to be: Can they convert? those scoring chances that they do create, can they get pucks behind Shesterkin? And uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, I, I, I do wonder, This is it's a long series, it's a best of seven. Um, you know, we talked about the, the rust and maybe the lightning looking tired. You do wonder if at some point it catches up with the Rangers. Back-to-back, seven-game series, having to chase both series. They never led that series against Carolina. I mean, they were down 2 nothing. 
before they came back home. So they were chasing that series. They, of course, they chased the series against Pittsburgh. You know, they've won seven straight home games now. They've put that on the line. But you do wonder, at some point, does this catch up with the Rangers? And I think that's what Tampa Bay has to do, is make sure that they are in position to uh, get their game back up, their conditioning, their game conditioning back up. And, you know, maybe they can wear down the Rangers a little bit and, and take some confidence away from them and maybe take some confidence away from Igor Shosturkin. I think that's what we have to look forward to in game number two. All right, that's going to wrap up this look back recap of game number one, a look ahead to game number two. Uh, don't forget to find my work at lightinginsider.com. Uh, if you are not a subscriber, I'm going to give you a, a code here. Use the code PODCAST for $10 off um, a yearly subscription. So just use the code PODCAST and... Uh, you get $10 off. So, again, lightninginsider.com is the website. Don't forget the pregame skate show I do on Lightning Radio, which you can hear on News Radio WFLA 970 AM in the Tampa market, as well on Lightning Power Play. Uh, just search Lightning Power Play on the iHeart app, and uh, you can find that there. That's one hour before every playoff game now, uh, home and away. Uh, so that means for most of these games, it'll be a 7 o'clock. Of course, game 3 will be a 3 p.m. start. So we'll be on the air with the pregame skate show at 3 p.m. there. Uh, don't forget my weekly stops with Ian Beckles and Jay Retcher on 95.3 WDAE and 6.20 a.m. Usually do that for an hour. And um, that's where you can find everything I have. Uh, again, thanks to everybody who I gave a shout-out there to. I appreciate everything, and don't forget to check out uh, Bob's company, ATSBattery.com. If you're in the commercial side uh, of of that, looking for power uh, sources and power backups and everything else, you can find that there. All right, Uh, looking ahead to Game 2 again Friday at 8 p.m. on ESPN. uh, We'll be back, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, everybody. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.